Good morning, you guys. It is 7.07 in the morning over here. Get on over to the mic, Ash. <laughs> here she comes, everybody. I didn't know you were starting. I was just, I just started it just to get started. We were just laying there Hello. talking about our day, just saying we need to do stuff. So I just ran over here and was like, and I hit record. Let me just paint a more clear picture. <laughs> I was snuggling with Luna because around three in the morning last night, I like detached my sweating hot body from Dallin's because we fell asleep. That sounds snuggling. sexual. We snuggled. No, <laughs> we did not fall asleep doing something sexual. We fell asleep eating a, a huge bowl of ice cream. Because we had just been screamed at for like three hours and then thrown up at James from poor sweet James because she's teething sick. and probably sick. We don't really know. And she cried. For and like, we deserved Tillamook ice cream with yeah. Reese's shell on it. She cried for like it. three hours and then threw up everywhere. At 11 at night, we've never deserved ice cream more. I came downstairs in my silent do not what is the word here's what I, happened i require no stimulation at this point <laughs> mode. ashley came down well i without speaking knew to let ashley lie upon the couch i handed her the remote control and i left to go outside because i needed fresh air and dash needed to go out potty anyways <laughs> so i went and sat outside for 30 minutes just breathing and calming down ashley started watching keeping up with the kardashians no what it was something else it was something more wholesome than that. I watched that last night. I'm not ashamed of that. <laughs> I just didn't watch that. What was it? I don't know. We were so tired. We fell right asleep. So then Dallin came and joined me and ate ice cream with me. Mm -hmm. Then he realized that there was not enough crackle shell on top of our ice cream and added more. Yeah. And then we both fell asleep. And then I woke up asleep on top of his face really sweaty got real hot our air conditioner is not the greatest <laughs> and went upstairs and slept with luna did you try to wake me up well i don't feel like i need to because i like rolled over you climbed over you and like used you as a prop to push myself up you have to remember i'm a very heavy sleeper <laughs> especially when going to bed i don't really late. like waking you up because it's you usually don't get up have you stopped trying yeah, yeah we've reached that point in our relationship i try and you just don't it's how i am where i'm like please leave <laughs> please just leave i'm me like alone. a grumpy troll when i'm sleepy yeah like woken up at night i had a roommate who would grumpy text me if I, like me and my other roommates at college when we were too loud when she would go to bed at 6 30 in the at night she would like grumpy text us at eight and be like, shut the hell up. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you guys? And we would tell her the next morning and be like, hey, sorry. I didn't know that bothered you so much. And she would be like, what? What happened? And we would show her her text and she would be so embarrassed. She's she, like, oh my gosh. Like she didn't remember at all texting us like profanities and like illustrating all the reasons why we should be quiet. That's probably me. She also ate an entire cake once in her sleep. So <laughs> I brought her home a huge piece of chocolate Costco cake once and woke her up, I thought, and like watched her eat it on her bed. And then the next morning she woke up and she was like, why are there brown crumbs all over me? 
She was like that boy from Matilda. <laughs> Bruce. 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 Her sweat and blood went into this cake. <laughs> wow. She has no remembrance at all. That's hilarious. Yeah. We started out with nothing. We never felt like nothing. Just take it all in. Start each other. Build a big little life. Okay, we have a new story for you guys today. This one hits really close to home because I personally dream about owning a Roomba with all of my heart. And if ever there is a Roomba that also mops whilst sweeping as well, I'll pay so much money for it. Oh my gosh. Fun fact, there's a vacuum that does that. It's $300. And I never thought I'd be the type of girl to ask for a vacuum for my birthday or Christmas because it's what my mom always did. And I was always like, there's better things out there, mom. Than a vacuum. But or have we reached I, that point in I our marriage too? I think I've reached too? that point and I understand it. And I want this one that sweeps and vacuums. Can Mops and vacuums? Yes. Mops and vacuums. Okay. I'll link it in the show notes for because you. Because it saves more time for us to snuggle. Right? Right. Let's spin it some way sexy or romantic. Well, <laughs> just... It does two things at once. See? Be so that we can snuggle. There we go. Keeping the romance alive. Woman calls 911 about burglar in bathroom. Deputies find a trapped Roomba. (laughs) Just in her own bathroom. Something is making this mechanical noise and banging repeatedly, rhythmically against my door. I just like how they use the word trapped. Our friends who have Roombas talk about it as their pet. Like they'll be... They'll say things like, we have to let our Roomba out to do her job. And after she does a good job, we let her go back to her home. That's so funny. Okay, so deputies come in. They like storm the bathroom and it's just a little Roomba in there. Yeah, multiple deputies responded after a woman in Washington County, Oregon, shout out, Oregon, mm-hmm. cried, called 911 and reported a stranger in her bathroom Tuesday afternoon. <laughs> She's just, I mean, you don't know what it is. But if you have a Roomba, you probably got to go there first and explore that. This reminds me, the house I grew up in, there was a stream by it. And for years, I thought an enormous snake lived under a certain rock that led to the stream. So I never went to the stream. Sad. Five years later, I worked up the courage to like poke the snake with a stick because my mind said, it's weird that it never moves. And it was a tarp. <laughs> After how many years? <laughs> like five years. Like I have a, I'm terrified of them. <laughs> There's big snakes in Georgia too. So I just thought it was a, one of those huge monster king snakes. It wasn't. Sleeping. It was a tarp. <laughs> oh. It opened up a whole new area of my backyard for me. Okay. <laughs> the woman told dispatch the intruder had locked the bathroom door, but she could see shadows moving underneath. Is it that quiet? Can you not hear it going like... No, I think it's quiet. Within seven minutes, deputies had the house surrounded. Oh my gosh. They could hear a rustling noise coming from the bathroom and used a loudspeaker to give commands. (laughs) So bad. I know. All her neighbors. This is like swatting somebody. The worst part about this is that all her neighbors are going to talk about it for years. For real. They'll never let this down. Her entire town. Any neighborhood barbecue. Finally, after 10 minutes without a response, deputies went in with their guns drawn. They breached the bathroom door and found a Roomba vacuum cleaner and a thoroughly vacuumed floor. (laughs) 
deputies later announced the capture of the Roomba on Facebook. <laughs> Burglary suspect captured. One forty-eight p.m. Reporting party calls 911 and says someone is in her bathroom. Tells dispatch the person has a bathroom door locked. The caller's... Oh. It's like a breakdown of the like, yeah, emergency that's, call. That's their Facebook post, just kind of like making fun of the situation. That's hilarious. Okay, switching gears very quickly. My news story is, again, a public safety announcement. What? This is real. Wait, you already read the news story. Oh, well, that Dallin found that one, I guess. So I have another one. And it's just really fast. Just take up all of the mic time. Listen, if you have bought flour at Aldi's, there have been eight reported breakouts of a foodborne illness. I forgot what it was. I think it's like E. coli or something. Flour, people. That's bad. I have been on the fence about stopping my cookie dough consumption Uh because I thought it was just like a farce that you can get. I thought it was only from eggs. Not I until know. very recently did I realize that raw it just flour came out, could give like you the FDA, that. and I was just millennials, and <laughs> like you can't take my traditions from me. But it's real. <laughs> You're a millennial. You have to return your flour from Aldi's. Look it up. My sister shops there. Okay. Well, now you know. Cookie dough will never. Well, who am I kidding? I'm gonna just keep eating it. But yeah, it's gonna have a whole new. A whole new risk level. (laughs) You're really living on the edge now when you eat cookie dough. I know. Okay. Well, after that, you guys, we're planning on telling you some exciting updates about our new house. And Ashley and I are taking a big jump and doing something we have never done yet so far with kids. Oh, and we're taking parenting classes. And we're taking parenting classes. So don't be ashamed if you need it because we do. Who doesn't? I mean, unless you were raised by like a professional parenting coach or counselor do you want to start with parenting classes well we haven't even taken them yet no like in the lineup how do you want to start let's start with the house okay we'll end with parenting classes okay okay the house it's beautiful i don't really understand the mortgage process so i'm pretty sure at any moment we're gonna lose it we've been conditionally denied by a really grouchy banker no she's really kind she wrote me she's like hey i need evidence of this and this and and your car and stuff like that. And I'm just giving it to her. Dallin and she's like, Thank has you. no issue. And I'm over there whispering, they're on to us. <laughs> they Not want, that there's anything to be on to. They want to give us the loan. You know how 2007, 2008 happened? Not much has changed. They still want to make commission off of getting people mortgages. I so know. like they will, they are fighting well, for us to get Well, then there's the whole this. other side of my anxiety. Is this what? a terrible choice? Are we falling into a terrible trap? Oh. Are they just telling us we're approved when really we shouldn't be? No. We're going to be like the big short people. I mean, are we at Dave Ramsey standards? No. We're but pretty close. We are close, but we are, um, are, I mean, multiple people have told us that our debt to income ratio is within very acceptable bounds for buying this house. Great. So Fun news. We paid off our car. Yeah, we did. As Luna snores loudly Luna's in the in background. Just fell into the deepest of sleeps and is snorting, snorting, snortling. <laughs> Chortling in the background. Yeah, now that feels amazing to have our car paid off again. That was kind of my deal. So we, this is kind of a newer car and Dallin and I wanted to move. But as always, I make money deals before we do anything. <laughs> financial. <laughs> have anything deplete, financial. We have to deplete all of our savings and pay off our car. So, I mean, it does feel nice to have it all paid off. So, between that and the down payment for our house, we are... It just made our new payment 
and our current payment very similar without a car payment. So currently we were paying our mortgage and a car payment. Mm-hmm. And now in our new house, we'll just be paying a mortgage. Because it's more than this townhome mortgage. Right. But I'm saying it's going to be almost the same amount of money uh-huh. because there is no car payment. Also, we needed to do it to qualify for the loan. <laughs> <laughs> All those things. All those things, people. Yeah. So that's happening. It's, geez, little deep dive into our finances and our house today. <laughs> it's good. If I had never done things, it'd be cool to hear about like qualifying for a mortgage and yeah and all that stuff. It's a trip. There's a lot. Just make sure you find a realtor that you can trust because they really are the front lines for you. Yeah. Going to bat for you. And then um, shop around for your mortgage because really it's super competitive and there are people out there yeah, that Dallin will like... Yeah, calls tons of different people. That will beat... Like you, you get a quote and then you take that quote to somebody else and then they beat it and then you take that quote to somebody else and they will either match it or beat it or just try to throw in a little something extra. It's like a grocery store from the 1800s. they're making like, so much money. Will you take this They're much? making so much money off of selling you this huge mortgage. So like they have things that are negotiable. Our first... When we first started looking for a house, do you remember that realtor? He was in our church. We didn't end up using him because we weren't ready to buy a house and he was in a different city, but he gave us a lot of good pointers and he was like, if you want to buy a house, do not buy, do not like make a huge purchase before, like be ready for like the year before. What do you mean? Well, like he was, he was saying like, don't buy a huge new car. Don't like get, oh, well, we did that. I know, but we were in a <laughs> position to, to pay it off. Like back Back then, we wouldn't have been able to do that. And uh-huh. we would have had, like, there was, it took us forever to pay off that first car we had. And he was just like, in your current state, like, young married, like, starting out in your careers, if you want to, like, have this dream of owning a house, like, be really careful about what you take out loans for. It's true. Because it, like, like, what we qualified for with our car loan was so different than what we qualified for without our car loan yeah it was an incredible amount of difference just because of the debt to income ratio uh-huh so that was fun so think about those things uh-huh if you're wanting to buy a house also uh, your job you know don't go ahead and quit it unless yeah. you have <laughs> unless you that have was also things. a sad thing <laughs> what it just would have been a much more seamless qualification process if we, we just since i quit my you know my nine to five we had to just go off of what our, our business's yeah. income, Ashley Dallin Films. And I was over there thinking they would still, because it was in the last two years, that's kind of what they look at, that they would look at what Dallin was bringing in from his job at Pluralsight as well as from our personal business hustles. Yeah, but they didn't count that because I no longer worked there. So you can't rely on that for future income. So they only looked at Ashley Dallin Films income. So luckily I did a ton of weddings last year. Yeah, but it was like a fraction. (laughs) Yeah, and social media started to like pick up and just a lot of great things happened for us last year that we were still able to qualify for our mortgage through our own business, all which of, was pretty, it was a proud moment. Yeah, it was super proud. But then there was like the beginning of the year where we were making, plus weddings only happen in the summer. I so, know. so it was like the last five months, like, that, like all of the down, income. If they look at the months, <laughs> the in, like income per month, it's going to be really confusing. Right. Yeah, these guys' earnings are off. Are they just make a lot of money in July or yeah. June. That's when people get married. June and August. June and First August. of the summer and the end of the summer busy for weddings 
but they don't. They just look at the whole number. Yeah. So that was nice. So yeah, we got qualified on our own business income alone, which was really cool. That's a huge thing for us. That was I just so remember exciting. in our apartment two years ago, not even two years ago. Well, probably almost two years ago, looking at our whiteboard where we write down, we had this whiteboard in our room. We It's empty right now. We need to do it again. We probably should after this podcast. It's Well, it's a weird place because we hit our goals and we kept erasing them as we hit them. And now it's empty, which is kind of a fun thing to have the empty whiteboard. Uh-huh. But also we need to make new goals because you need to have, no matter where you get, you need to have new goals. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to, you got to be, it's either if if you're not swimming upstream, you're floating downstream, you know what or I'm saying? Or you're just in like a little wade pool that's going to dry up one day. Full of mosquitoes. Yeah. Yeah, gross. Gross. No, but we were in our apartment thinking about how we wanted to get out of an apartment so bad. And for this townhome or a townhome, we just wanted to not be in an apartment so bad. So, so that- we set like earning goals. We set, we wrote out what we were going to do to earn that stuff. And we set like the specific date we wanted to have this much money by. And, and it was like a hard goal. It was. It was an impossible goal. But it some, happened. But it happened. Like and I remember was, sitting there looking at it and breaking it down like what we have to make each week or each month. Yeah. And I was like, no way. Like Dallin's paycheck from Pluralsight is like a seventh of what we need to be making. And it happened. I went to a seminar or a, it was like a, we call them firesides. It was like a, a speech or a talk at our church. And they brought in someone who was a big, I guess he was just really successful in business and he was really inspirational. And I think he had written some books or he had some sort of presence, media presence. I don't know if it was books or social media. You're like, his name was like Mitt Romney or something? No, it wasn't. I had never heard of him. (laughs) But he talked about the power of just making a goal. And he talked about it so much he believed in it so hard. He said sometimes he tested it and he would write down crazy things on his, the power of a vision board. He would Mm -hmm. write down crazy things on his vision board. Things like he was like one year, I was like, I want to make a million dollars in four months or something. And he was, he was, I think it was a year, but it was at a time when making a million dollars in a year for him was crazy. Uh And he was, he just wrote it down and you look at it and you think about it and you like, you know, are proactive about it, Uh but there's only so much, He's, he was kind of like, there's only so much you can imagine happening with your work. But every he said every time he wrote something on his vision board, it happened. And he didn't know why. He he thought it was like this crazy, crazy That's thing of putting it in the universe and being proactive. It's like that story of the little girl who can't afford a bike. She wants to buy a bike. She saved up all her money. And she goes to the bike store and she only has like $30 and it's $40 and her dad is like, I'll make up the rest. Uh That's a story about our relationship with Christ. Uh But he, it's like that he was saying what, if you put it down and if you're proactive and if you work hard and if you believe in it and do everything in your power to make it happen, the universe or God or whatever you believe in will make up for the rest. That's what think and grow rich is all about. And I don't, I know there's circumstances and I know there's reasonable goals and freaky goals. And I know there's a lot of like difference between working really hard slash doing literally everything in your power. And I'm not tooting our own horn or anything, but we made some crazy goals for ourselves and they, like they happened. And 
it would be like six months before our goal was up. We'd see no possibility of it happening. And we, but we would just, you know, like keep it in our heads and keep working towards it and believing in it. And like crazy things would come up. Like a company would call Dallin and be, and ask him to do this huge like video seminar recording for them or Pluralsight asked Dallin to make a course for them. We were like, what? (laughs) Yeah. But it was like $5,000 here, $5,000 there. Things we never expected. Things that we were like, what? That's like, that's like more than we make in a month. And we're making it from one project. From like our own video work. Yeah. That was so, so It was so weird. Yeah. Like huge weddings we had last year, a few in Park City. Like they would just come. And I don't know if it was because we had those goals that we would fight for them harder when the opportunity arose or we would just tony robbins says when you write them down your particular activating system is proactively (laughs) it's a part of your brain that just like it's like when you buy a car and then you see that model of car everywhere on the road it's because it's present in your mind but before you never recognized all those cars but they were still out there He's like, when you have that, when you see that goal and you have it present in your mind, your reticular activating system or whatever is constantly looking for ways to bring that, make that come to pass. I mean, that's his way of looking at it scientifically, but also I do believe that God helps you achieve your righteous, your worthy goals. With your like super. Like he, I think that God's grace multiplies your efforts. Yeah. Well. That's what I think. It's just it's hard with this whole thing, like with our business, with your this, righteous efforts, with this social media, like making vlogs that bring us in an income, like making, it was such a long haul, like two years of down and I making videos for no money. Uh-huh. Like if you look back on some of our earlier videos, sometimes we give updates on how much we've made and <laughs> $4 I'll, dollars I'll and say things cents. like, <laughs> Well, guys, we'd just like to give a big shout out to all of you because this month we made two cents. from our but that was exciting for us it was pretty awesome but i think there there was and it's just given me a testimony of how hard work might pay off exponentially after a long time it's everything gary vaynerchuk talks about he's like patience long game just the long everything is a long game especially with social media dallin and i like dallin went to work every day and he did weddings every day or every week he was gone so much so it was me doing the vlog. Like we would record together sometimes or I would just record. And then when my kids napped, I would not nap. Or when they went to sleep, I would not sleep and I would edit the vlogs. And I'm not saying this to be like, look how great I am. But I made a choice every day to give up things that I wanted to do for this dream that I had of Dallin coming home from weddings and coming home from his job. And it didn't pay any money for two years. And so many times we almost quit. Because, because it was, it just seemed like this stupid waste of time where instead, like I could just, I should take a nap or I should read a book I want to read, or I shouldn't be stressing every day, like hoping that George takes a two and a half hour nap so that I can get this out. Or like every Saturday, Dallin and I being like, we need to like, let's think about what we want to vlog this week. Or like, why is this camera, like sometimes the camera gets annoying and we just want to live without a camera. But 
we just, I don't know, something in us believed that it could happen or I just knew I needed it so bad for me to not, I just knew I didn't want to just, I'm a very social person with very few people and Dallin is one of my people and I just didn't want to not be around him all the time. Like that terrified me to be married to him, to the love of my life and not see him as much as I wanted to see him. So we just kept trucking and it was actually, we quit the week we quit after two, like two years, Facebook called us and said they wanted to help us. It was like our first break where Facebook called us and they said, like, we love what you're doing. We want to like invite you to this new platform where you can make videos on Facebook and get like monetized, like how you do on YouTube. And they were, they said they would help us like reach new audiences. And that was after two and a half years of nothing. And feeling like no one liked our videos and everyone hated us and being excited for 10 views and just feeling like we were putting our lives out there and everyone was just rejecting it. Not that they needed to accept it, but you just imagine people see you and then think you're stupid and don't want to watch you. Like that's the reason in my head. That's just what your brain will tell you unless you, you tell it otherwise. Like, like, oh man, I'm not getting any views on this video. It must mean that I'm no good. It must mean that no one cares or like, not that they need to care. Like it's a video of my life, but yeah, it's, um, I mean, we saw the, it's, it's exponential. We saw the, all the right, all the right checkpoints along the way, like growing. And I don't want to discount our first viewers. Like you guys are amazing. We, we owe You're everything still there. to you. You're, You're still like there. this loyal squad. Like, gosh, our, our, our Dashley OG fans, like we love you guys what so much. What does OG much. stand for? Original gangster. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. Is that a thing? OG. Yeah. I've seen them write that. Uh-huh. And I'm like, what? Orange juice? Yeah, they're like, <laughs> with a G? Juice. I don't know. I try and, when you hear like texting, like, bef- like I didn't you know what raffle meant when it first came out. Raffle? R O F L or something. Yeah. When you don't know, you just sit there and you're like, what could that stand for? <sighs> Rock hmm. on Rito Lido. Anyways tangent but it's a long game don't give up goals happen write them down think about them yeah they do and aspire um, to greater things than we, you could ever imagine that was mine and ashley's like theme when we started dating but aspire I, to greatness i think the thing that helped us was that Achieve we, greatness. we had a i had a huge why like I wanted you home with your yeah, kids. I wanted to be, I wanted to be self-employed too. I hated having It made me boss. so sad when George would wake up and ask where you were and then cry for 40 minutes because you weren't around. It makes me so sad too. So now I love like working for myself is the most fulfilling thing. I, I love not having anybody tell me like what to do. It was a weird work. transition for you. It was really hard just cause that's all I knew before is like going to a job and having my day set, knowing exactly what I needed to do. So coming home was It was like, hard because you got treated so well at well, your and job. And I was treated so well there. <laughs> yeah. I like hated him for it. <laughs> my time in the workforce was either like at a fast food restaurant or as a teacher, which it's still up for debate who gets treated better. Yeah. My time in the workforce was working at Pluralsight, which is like one of the coolest tech companies out there. It's one of the top companies to work for in the country, top in Utah. And like they treat you so well there. They like, fed him so much food. So much Teachers food, still have drinks. to pay for a school lunch. Yeah, ridiculous. You need to start an organization to end that. Teachers should get free school so lunch. So dumb. Yeah, Pluralsight was so fun to work at. 
lot of friends there, great people, just high caliber people to be working with. So it was a there change was a for good me. Four months where Dallin probably thought to himself every morning, Man, "Is this more fun?" Is there this were better? definite like pros of of not having a job, but also there were some cons that I had to get over. You know, all I'm saying is I would be excited to wake up every morning and go to Pluralsight to work. I was. I know you were. It was so. I mean, and I loved that you loved your job, but it made it harder for me to convince you to quit it. It. I still wanted this the most. It Let may me just not make convince that you. Clear. It made it harder to, like, it was my motivation. I didn't expect for uh, like for you to be devastated. Let me just say, like, if it. I was working at the DMV, my motivation to quit would be a lot higher. That's that was my only point of reference like i knew that if if, if you're a listener a teacher, that loves working at the dmv that's awesome i just would never want to work i'm just basically th- using dmv as a blanket statement for like a boring government job but Is like that as worse? a teacher i loved my kids i don't want anyone to believe that i hated teaching i loved teaching my kids it was like my wheelhouse but i hated being under the authority of a principal and of a school district and having my ideas shot down and having like policies be enforced upon me. And just, I just felt like the end of the line well, you're such of a, crap. You're such a creative kind like person. And all that was stifled because you had to follow all of these I rules. I just remember one time with, I was talking to I mean, my your principal. kindness wasn't super stifled, but your creativity definitely was. And I had one, I worked under a good principal who I like flourished and blossomed under, but I had others. One year. One year, like one other principal, I remember going up to him and saying things about kindergarten and just issues that because I was the team leader for kindergarten issues that we were having. And he was like, I'm so glad you brought this up to me. I went to a class yesterday and learned that kindergarten is actually important. And I just remember sitting there and being like, no wonder you've never like had any desire to help out with things we've asked for in the last four months. You're only the principal over my class. <laughs> but just hearing him be like, oh, I'm really excited to start helping you because I just learned yesterday that what you're doing is more than babysitting. Oh, my gosh. I just wanted to kick him in the nuts so hard. We had a bad relationship. You did. You had a really bad relationship with him. Okay. Moving on. That was fun. Achieve your goals. Write them down. Be serious about them. Write down the date which you want to achieve them by and what you're going to do to make them come about and it will happen. We are evidence of that. In other news, our house is wonderful. We love the The floors house. are in. We're just waiting for carpet and plumbing fixtures like the sink head. What do you sink. call that? Faucets. Faucets. The sink head. <laughs> Faucets, carpet. Some like, baseboards need to go in, touch-ups. And then lots it's of so touch-ups. Appliances. And the front yard and the fence. Yeah. Backyard. Hopefully it's done by the end of June 2019. But we will keep you updated here and in the vlogs and on Instagram. We're just so excited. Oh, man. It's going to be so much room it's to roam. It's just such a fun idea to not be attached to another person's house. <laughs> We've never experienced that. A lot of people haven't. It's just... Yeah, I mean, there's a level of anxiety that comes along with being attached to someone else's wall. It is. You just always feel like you have to be a little quieter or like wondering if they can hear you fight or if they can hear other things or if (laughs) your kids are waking them up or so many things. There have been so many times where Dallin and I have taken our private 
intense discussions fighting to our patio and 30 minutes later i hear like a door shut and i realize their door was open their door was open and a also i real b i realize that we are only separated by a small fence yeah all the sound travels i just so many things have been just released into the universe of our neighbors I think we worry about it too much. It's probably fine. Knowing me, I would be eavesdropping if I heard my neighbors talking really loudly about personal issues right outside my door. Yeah, you would. You'd be listening. Pretty much. I don't. And I don't know if maybe they couldn't not listen. In other news, Ashley and I are doing something we've never done before. We are leaving the kids for overnight and flying away to a different state. Three quarters of myself is super excited and one quarter of myself hates this idea. 90% of myself is super excited. 10% does hate this idea too. And I just, our kids have been sleeping so well through the night, both of them through the night. And then the last three days, it's been terrible. James just started teething and uh, might be sick. I don't know. So yeah, we are a little hesitant right now because um that's my thing i don't want to leave my kids with someone if they're not sleeping through the night because it's just a lot to ask of a person to wake up eight times with your screaming baby and not really know we didn't have to to wake up last night it was just that she wouldn't go to sleep we would have had to wake up eight times if we had tried to go to sleep yeah i mean i just feel like it's a lot to to ask of someone to try and comfort a baby that only wants their mom Yep, and this just sprung up right before we were going to leave, so that's kind of stressful. It is. But she did sleep all the way through the night last night and it's was way happier after. Sleep. She threw up on everything, so yeah. get ready for that, Mom. <laughs> Ashley's mom is watching her, and she does good, but it's just it's a lot to ask of her. So we're just praying that James, is her teeth have come through her gums and that she is happy and goes right to sleep, and there's no issues. Right. But we're going to Seattle. Yes. And we love Seattle because we've only ever been there for a day before we go on a cruise. And it was 80 degrees in the most beautiful city I've ever been in. It was so fun. And I'm not saying like I expect it to be bad. I just tell that to people sometimes and they look at me like I'm crazy. Like Seattle isn't always that way. You know that, right? (laughs) And I'm always just saying no it was so beautiful it was sunny and the ocean was there and it was warm and it was perfect apparently it rains a lot there and it's cloudy a lot there and it gets a little chilly every time i've been there it wasn't all the one times we've been there it was beautiful and then we went on a cruise all of the one times i've been there one other time for another cruise to alaska and it was also it was also beautiful it was also in july yeah okay let me see what the weather is in seattle it's sunny it's nice Sunny in 70s. Seattle loves us. Sweet. There are some things in our life that work out for us all the time. And it's Seattle. <laughs> so far, it's Seattle. Yeah. Seattle. And the other thing is when Dallin thinks a vlog, isn't, like when he thinks you guys aren't going to like a vlog, it gives me the most inner peace because those are the times when our vlogs have gone viral. <laughs> he'll come down and he'll just say, I don't think this vlog is good. Like it has I no story. It has no plot. about it way too much. It's super random. It jumps around. I don't think we let it, like, I don't think anyone's going to understand what's happening or want to watch this. And that's the times when it gets the most views. I think it's just because you guys love like real life stuff. 
and just like combined with you know we we tell a story still Dallin gets super fun. amped about the the ones that we plan out like or the ones that are like surprise vlogs or vacation vlogs or we're seeing this amazing new thing vlog or i'm surprising ashley with this vlog it's or, just an easier story to tell on video one that makes more sense to me in my head one that i would like to watch I'm not a big family vlog watcher, you know, but there's a humongous audience out there that does just enjoy hanging out with a family and like a vlog that they make. Yeah. So Dallin likes our vlogs I and do. he would watch them vlogs. and he them. says that, but yeah. he also says, I don't understand why people who aren't related to us would watch this vlog because <laughs> he would never watch someone else's vlog. Yeah. And but- I'm over there being like, well, I watched this is how we Bingham and Ellie and Jared and Coney Jolie's and 10 other vlogs. And I, love them yep uh, so i I've, broke it down to this dallin's never been into like Grey's anatomy or those like tv dramas he's not he's not like a i mean they're kind of girly shows he's not into them yep never watched them and he's never been like with a show for 12 seasons like Grey's anatomy the office i've right. been with that show it's from the comp- beginning to the end that's true but shows like Grey's anatomy or like those huge sweeping dramas I feel like they're very similar to a vlog where you just get invested in their lives and you don't care what happens as long as you see them. Yeah. That's like a vlog. Huh. And you've just, like, you've never. Let us know on Facebook if that's accurate or not. Because I stress way too much about our vlogs if that's accurate. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I'm slowly converting him to all the good television, like Bachelor, Survivor. American Idol. Not that I'm going to start making boring vlogs, but I'll I'll stop stressing like, is this going too long? Is should I cut this? Like, I just I we keep things moving pretty fast. My standard is if I want to watch it, it should be on there. See, and you just have a different standard. Than if it's me. like meaningful to me, I want it on. Well, it's all meaningful to me. Well, there's some things that are like us walking around. And I mean, besides when we leave the camera sitting there for a time lapse, jabbering, just like sitting there. <laughs> Yeah, unless it's pointed at James. Dallin, I could watch time over explaining points. <laughs> I could watch James time lapsed eating all day. She's the cutest little eater. Oh my gosh! Just leave the camera on her and post those videos of her eating. James eating new YouTube channel. It would probably it's such a niche. People know exactly what they're getting, so a no one's eating, ever disappointed. Uh huh. Okay, moving on from that. Well, not moving on. We are going to Seattle because my friend is having her baby really soon. And she is just, she just, I just want to be there for her and help her and make sure she's ready for everything. She's the type of person who she like thinks she doesn't like something because she hasn't experienced it. And then once she finally decides to experience it or accidentally experiences it, or I or someone else convinces her to try it, she will like things that I would think that she would be great at, for example. She hated dogs all growing up. I think a dog bit her once. And I always loved dogs. And I would tell her, oh, they're great. Like, pet them. Fall in love with them. They're great. And she hated them. And she thought I was crazy. And then one day she got a dog for herself. And she is a bigger dog lover than me. She even sends her dog to dog school on a bus. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like, she's that type of person. And she's really nervous about a baby. Like, just because it's such a learning curve, buying all the things, figuring everything out. But I keep telling her, like, you're going to be better at this than me. Like, as soon as you get into it and figure out, like, your path of motherhood, 
she's gonna it's gonna be like the dogs where now she calls me and she's like I really think you should be you should think about this with your dogs and stuff and I'm like oh I would have <laughs> never thought about this also remember when you told me you hated dogs yeah yep so we're both going out together and I'm still in my mind this is going to be a romantic getaway. it's a two-fold trip <laughs> it's a help my friend slash be with my friend who's about to have a baby right slash I'm just romantic wondering what I'm getaway be doing when you're talking about all of these these intense pregnancy details because well, it's not like a 20-hour conversation oh maybe i'll just go on a walk around Seattle you're doing that or... thing that you do where you imagine the worst possible situation i mean i know that, that you're gonna want to no. spend some quality Downs, conversation time with your best like friend in who's the about car on the way to the restaurant that we're all going to it's not going to be like okay dallin we need to talk about giving birth <laughs> why don't you play this game on the phone your phone <laughs> I would love to do that. See, that's what I'm saying. I'm not, no, I'm not it's bad. not going to be like, like that. I will it's gonna put be on like, my headphones and go on a walk It's going to be like we do like a lot of fun things. I'm just, I'm just like, I mean, obviously we're going to miss our kids dearly and we're going to FaceTime them every five minutes. But I am also look, looking forward to, you know, it's going right, to be really relaxing. Right now, Dallin imagines in his head that we're visiting every baby store in Seattle. Baby store. And that yeah. our entire trip is sitting in traffic and on our way to the next And talking about the details of giving birth, which I just, no. you know. Let me just fill you in on reality. We have a lot of restaurants planned. We want to go on hikes. And we want to go to Target once. And while we're at Target, you can be in charge of finding the ice cream. Well, I just show her the baby <laughs> aisle. Cream. It's not that hard. It's in the back. Exactly. It's not going to take that long section. to show her the like I think, baby stuff. I, I want to show her. I just think that you'll be there for like 45 minutes. Is that terrible? <sighs> Listen, as yeah. long as I'm there, 45 <laughs> minutes is a, a deal breaker for you. Go to the electronics aisle and look breaker. at the, you looked at your headphones at Target the other day for like 20 minutes. Yeah. And then I got some sweet ones. Exactly. You can find two things that you like research them play with them at the target and then buy them i'll just bring my headphones and sit on the bench somewhere and just enjoy heaven you know for, not watching over two kids heaven, for a little heaven for forbid you engage what do you want me to do? what i just feel like i will be of no use talking about all these a baby giving i'm not birth gonna things. be giving her like a play-by-play on what happens to your like lower regions of your body when you have a baby that's just how i imagine all these conversations going you're, you're like stereotypically stamping this trip as boring and only talking about pregnancy. We're going to there because your friend's about to give birth. I'm not going to just, I'm not her doula. <laughs> like <laughs> she's, she just wants to have fun before her baby and see me. And we're going to go to restaurants and go to markets, like the farmer's markets and hike on the beach and stuff. Okay. Yeah, it's probably not like as extreme as I'm thinking it'll be in my head. She's not hooked up to an IV in a hospital. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Remember me? Three weeks before I had a baby, I was still moving. You were. <laughs> like, we still did. Were we hiking, though? Yes. We were? I mean, we weren't hiking mountains, but we went on so many walks. Yeah, we did. We just got a wedding inquiry for timber moose lodge in heber next year that'd be cool are you done talking about this and it just popped up on my phone okay well it's gonna it, be a really quick day and a half trip and be, we're gonna make it fun <laughs> what dallin doesn't believe it when he says it i just i know that i mean we're going out to see your best friend and you guys love you guys have a lot of fun together and 
I just feel like I might be a third wheel sometimes. Nope. No? If you aren't wanting to engage in a conversation that's lasting for 30 minutes, then you can always like go walk along the beach or something that we're staying at. Why are we only having 30 minute conversations? I'm just saying I imagine potentially that when we arrive there, maybe Shammer and I will get excited and talk a lot. For like 30 minutes before we go do something. And I'm instantly be like, oh, boring. <laughs> right. <laughs> Put on my headphones. Exactly. <laughs> Gross girl talk. How dare we? But <sighs> after that, I imagine those conversations, not you not being party to them and probably that were going to happen when you're asleep on the couch. You are always the first one to fall asleep. Maybe I won't be. Okay. I'm not worried. It's going to be fun. Yeah, we have fun. Like, we just want to go to as many restaurants as we can and shop at Pike's Place and explore the coast. My little brother caught a fish one time. If you've seen that, like, on the Travel Channel where they have that Pike's Place fish market where they throw fish for some reason from, like, the ground up into the place where they package the fish. Oh, I don't want to And they invite guests up there. Kevin, my brother, went up there and he missed the first one. It slipped through his fingers, this ginormous fish. And... I mean, people drop them all the time, so apparently it's not that big a deal. And then he caught the second one. Pretty nasty, this humongous, slimy fish. And that's just a thing that they do there to gather attention. And then, like, people there are shouting, is anybody going to actually buy something? They're kind of rude. I don't think that's the best approach to earn customer, you know, respect and love and loyalty. But they uh, that's what they shout. And people do buy things eventually, but most of them are just tourists wanting to watch people catch fish. Cool story, Hans. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah, and last time, Ashley, we're here. We were walking because we were refu- we refused to pay money to like store our luggage or pay for an Uber to go to the cruise ship port from the airport. So we rode the TAC, the SeaTac, Seattle, uh, Tacoma, Seattle to the little train, tra- the trolley, the train, the Marta is it's what's called a Marta in Atlanta the, subway, the subway, the above ground subway that you take. We took it as far north as you can take it from the airport. And then we walked like three miles to the cruise ship. With all our luggage. With all of our luggage. So it was not as fun as it could have been last time because we were hauling luggage through Pike's Mark. This time? What is it? Pike's Market? The most exciting part of this trip is that we're not bringing our kids. So we are packing only backpacks. We're literally just putting a pair of clothes in our backpack and our laptop and our hard drive to edit. That's how used to pack. (laughs) how we used to pack for trips. And... We are getting there really early in the morning, so we're going to go just hang out and just chill in Seattle, just me and Ashley. It's going to be so fun. Right. And then all of the fun will end when my and friend all gets the, here. And exactly. Then all and the fun Dallin will end. Dallin will have the worst trip when, of his life. <laughs> when, she, when Ashley's friend shows up and all we talk about is, is babies, babies exiting your body. Right. Okay. I was being a little extreme. I'm sorry. It'll still be fun. No, his brain does this. We have to talk this through and I'm glad we did. Right. I'm just saying it doesn't worry me that you're thinking these things because I'm used to it. (laughs) And I just know your brain is overreacting and imagining the worst possible situation. I'm glad that you know me. We'll be just fine. (laughs) You'll be fine. I'll just feed you if I have to talk to Shamra. Here's a pretzel, Dal. I'm going to say a few words to my friend. Yep. You know me. Here's some food. (laughs) Dal, will you please go go get us pizza? Dal, why don't you go find some food? (laughs) 
can you go find as much food as you like, can hold? Oh, I would love to. That's something I would say. <laughs> we're, I think we're all really hungry. Can you go find food from four different restaurants? Yes. That's like your dream to go and like on a food hunt. In Seattle, buy there's amazing you food in Seattle. That's how it would happen, Angel. Ashley no. takes good care of me. <laughs> she gonna... treats me like a dog. No, I Here's don't. Here's some food. No, I would have send you on a mission. She she makes it fun. She was a kindergarten teacher. She knows the words to way to spin it. I know. I know how to manipulate you in the kindest way that makes you happy to be manipulated. <laughs> <laughs> Is that healthy? I don't know. It's not manipulation. It's just offering choices. Yeah, but your mind naturally, that's a sales tactic. You give people two choices instead of yes or no. You give them two yeses to choose between. I know. I'm offering you a win-win situation. If I want to do something fun that you're not going to have fun with, I immediately Then I'm like, oh, this one. Wait, wait, wait. I have other choices here. It's not just the two you gave me, lady. No. I will craft an opportunity for you to do something (laughs) that is something you've always wanted to do. This makes me sound like your kindergartner. No. It's me being thoughtful. I know you don't want to sit there and talk about birth with my friend. It's true. So if that's something I want to do, I'm going to... Think and ponder. So this is how great Ashley is. She cares a lot about a me. pathway for you to go down, so you're not miserable. And she does. She does create these pathways for me. And then <laughs> it's you like this happens all the time. No, she cares enough that when she knows that we're going into a situation the way I'm not going to thrive in, I pack a bag for you. She packs a bag for <laughs> like me. The kids. <laughs> yeah. See, you're great, boo. <laughs> It's just thoughtfulness. It's it not manipulation. It's just like, this is something I want to do and I know you won't have fun. It so really is. I should do that for you more often. I need to pack a bag for you metaphorically. Yeah. Okay. Next time, I don't know when that is, but I will pack a bag for you. Okay? Okay. Love you. Love you. Um, That's the end of this podcast, everybody. Wait, was there something we were going to talk about last? No, that was... Oh, parenting class. Parenting class. We are going to a parenting class. We haven't been yet. I just feel like we're at a place where we just don't know what we're doing. Or we're we're trying to do good things, but but we're not like... Could we take it to the next level of professionalness in parenting? Yes. It's just continuing ed. And it's us getting serious about wanting to be like proactive, knowledgeable parents, not just flying off the seat of our pants doing the most important thing we'll ever do, which is developing human beings that are going to end up in society. So I found... So like we want to do a good job at it. So we signed up for one seminar from this lady. Her Instagram name is Simply On Purpose. And I love her. And she has these amazing like day long things you go to. But then Dallin had to cancel. Okay, look, a so wedding... now we're not going for six months. <laughs> a wedding change dates. <laughs> and we need to do it sooner than later. And it is earning us a lot more money than that seminar costs. So it's worth it. But the things she was going to go over would have been really helpful in the present. Right. So I found another lady. Her name is like XO Lauren something on Instagram. Uh-huh. Sorry, I did not get your handle right, Lauren. It's XO Lauren something. Something is not the actual name. Okay, go on. She has online things and I really like her stuff and she's kind of smaller. So her stuff isn't as expensive. So we're going to be doing an online workshop class course thing about emotional tantrum situations. Cool. And we're not waiting six more months. It's only like what? It was going to be August 3rd, but now. Oh, right. It's just two weeks. I was thinking there was a class we were waitlisted for like next week and we never got in that would have been cool that would have been really great 
But yeah, so now instead of August 3rd, it's like August 18th and we have to go to Denver. So if you want to do it, meet up. Meet up at our class. We're going to try and get her on the podcast because I love her. That would her. be amazing. That'd be so fun. Simply on purpose. I love you. <laughs> okay. If anybody has connections, please let her know. We want her on our podcast because we have questions for you, lady. <laughs> we, we got some questions. Questions. So when our kid does this, <laughs> when, <laughs> when we tell George happens, he can't do something and he flips out screaming at the top of his lungs, kicking. What do we do? How do we respond to that? In a way that will help our son. In a way develop. that will teach. Yeah. So things like that. Alrighty. So more to come when we actually learn these things. Takeaways. And those will hopefully be really helpful podcasts. Takeaways are make goals and don't be ashamed if you need parenting classes. I think everybody does. And honestly. pack your spouse a go bag if you are going to do things that they don't like to do. And learn from Ashley to, yeah. I'm already planning it. Shammer and I want to talk for a little bit at lunch. Del, why don't you go find the best dessert? <laughs> Maybe find two. Spend all the money. All the money, Del. <laughs> okay. Cool. Thanks, you guys. <laughs> Thanks for sticking around. We love you. Thanks to our supporters. You guys are so near and dear to us. And we will see you next time. I don't mind If all we have is one twin size Mattress on the floor Now I won't ask for more And I don't care There's not a lot of room to spare Feels like we have it all Inside these four walls Even when it changes Even when we make it all I need is room for you Let's build a big little life We don't need a lot to get us by We started out with nothing But it never felt like nothing You were all I had to find And let's build a big little life Cause we don't need a lot to get us high We started out with nothing but it never felt like nothing Let's take it all in stride Build a big little life I suppose it's inevitable We'll grow old That's the way it goes But there's one thing I know Even when it changes Even when we make it all I need is room for you Let's build a big little life We don't need a lot to get us by We started out with nothing But it never felt like nothing You were all I had to find And let's build a big little life Cause we don't need a lot to get us high We started out with nothing But it never felt like nothing Let's take it all in stride Build a big little life All we need is each other All we need is each other I'm alright with all the clutter All we need is each other Let's build a big little life each other. We don't need a lot to get us by. We start.
Let's build a bit.